Go, ready, set. That's what we're going to be talking about today. That's what I want to drill into your heart because that is how we have to approach life whenever we go all in. I hope you have your cup of coffee. I hope you have a pen and paper. And I hope you have an open heart and an open mind because I am going to bring you something for this 2020 year that I hope that you are ready to make some bold moves and bold changes and actually step out into the greatness that God has called you to. Let's face it, as moms, we wear so many hats and it's becoming easier and easier to get caught up in all of our mom business. And sometimes we get lost or just plain stuck. I know I did. We lose a piece of our identity and what makes us unique. And because of that, we stop moving towards our purpose of who we were created to be. And that's where I come in. I've been where you are and I have felt what you're feeling. I help moms like you gain the confidence and the clarity so that you can have a greater impact in your faith, your family, and your business. I'm Bethany Blakey. Go grab your favorite mug of coffee because I've got mine and let's get to this. I talked about last week in one of my posts about we're all only one decision away from making a change in our life. And one of the amazing things that I, God's just been really dealing with my heart, y'all. And I just want to tell you, my heart is so on fire right now for <laughs> what I believe is my true purpose right now in this season. I know without a shadow of a doubt that as we go through different seasons of our life, that your purpose will change or you have multiple purposes or possibly instead of having multiple purposes, you end up getting multifacets to the one purpose that God has called you to. And I know that all throughout my life, I can look back as a kid and being in, being a, a preacher's kid, as we moved around, it's kind of like a patchwork quilt of history. And I may have mentioned that before, and, and I'll probably mention it on every episode at some point in time, because that was part of who makes me me. But growing up, I can look back and I can see all the pivotal points of things that happened growing up. And it's like I can remember them more clearly because we moved so many times that I can remember when really important things happened. And it's really clear in my mind because we were in a different place all the time. So pivotal moments are easy for me to pick out because of where I was. People are harder for me to remember specifically I was actually talking to my my pastor the other day and he was a preacher's kid also and he was relating to me in the fact that places and memories are easy but people are harder to remember and the longer that my kids you know the when I watch my kids grow up like I've got a junior in college right now and they were always in one place. They always, they had the same friend group. We've never moved. We've been in the same town. And um, their life memories will be different than mine. Just the way they recall things. The people that are in their life, they just have foundational people. And it's fun for me to look back and think, 
how the pivotal moments changed me. And let me just say, finding who you are along the way isn't <laughs> isn't always easy. In fact, it's it's not easy at all. Uh, for me, it's been one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do is because I over-process everything. I am an Enneagram 5. And if you know anything about the Enneagram, it's like you don't want to do things before you are 100% prepared. That's one of my things. And I didn't find out about my Enneagram until actually the last couple of years. I had a friend that introduced me to that, and it was so spot on. And I just think it's so funny because... The things that I do, I take on more things because I think I can do them uh, without help. I want to get it done right. So I, I do, I take things on. And let me just say, this season of my life has been absolutely phenomenal because the things that I've been holding back on are the very things that have pushed me, first of all, to make this episode. And I feel like I'm going to be a little all over the place, so forgive me ahead of time for this because I really, I want to get this out. I don't have a lot of notes on this. I'm really shooting from the hip and coming from the heart. I'm just going to let the Lord lead me on this. And I, I do have notes, I do, but I don't want to be so constricted to these notes and confined to them that I'm not going to let the Holy Spirit work. So let me just say that right now. Okay, so when you make that one decision to basically go all in. I've been reading a book by Mark Batterson and I've read it before. And if you haven't read anything by Mark Batterson, I highly suggest it. So a lot of the things that are coming out in this episode are going to be things that lit me up that have been triggered from this book, All In by Mark Batterson. So I posted last week about making one decision and I posted also about my mission statement for the year 2020. And my word for the year has been trust. That is what kept coming up. Um, and I actually had a mentor that had asked us, what was our word for the year? And my word for 2020 is trust. That I'm going to trust myself to do the things that God called me to do. And all of the mess ups that I've had and all of the trial and error that I've had and all of the questions that I've had, I'm going to trust <laughs> And hear my sarcasm when I say this. I'm going to trust that God knows what he's doing when he's called me to do these things. Okay? All of my life I've known, going back to the patchwork quilt of memories, that I have been a nurturer, a caretaker, and a servant at heart. I know that that is one of my spiritual gifts is forgiveness and compassion and just being a listener, a nurturer. Okay? I love to serve people. I love to feed people. Like, I don't so much love to cook food as much as I love to feed people. And I have mastered my kitchen to the point where I can feed people good. Does that make sense? <laughs> and it makes my heart overflow when I can make somebody's life easier. And the Lord has really worked in my heart and said, Hey, you have got to feed these mamas. So... That's how this podcast was born. And I'm going to tell you, I have questioned myself so much that I've not been consistent with these episodes, putting them out, because I question whether or not I'm qualified, and I have my quotation fingers up. You guys know how I love to do my quotation fingers. So quote, unquote, qualified. And the crazy thing about it is, is that there is absolutely nothing that I can do, plus or minus, to add to God's 
work in me, I'm either going to be surrendered all in or I'm not. And we talked about this before. Either we are 100% seeking the will of God or we are seeking our own will. So this is the year for me to trust in the knowledge that he's given me, the tools that he's given me, trust that he has equipped me and stop questioning him. Because when I'm questioning myself, let me tell you, I'm actually questioning God. So the mission statement that stood out to me was actually a mission statement that Mark Batterson read to a group of graduating classmen. And I just want to read that to you now, just some expert excerpts of this. And let me tell you, he got a hold of me and said, basically, when are you going to move? You have everything you need. Now you just have to move. Um, one of my mentors said in her podcast, which is so crazy because these are piggybacked on top of each other, y'all. She sent me um, a link that said, hey, you know, put this podcast out, had you in mind. And you guys, it, I was in the middle of writing down this podcast episode. And it was almost like, no, it wasn't almost like, it was God validating to me to speak what he has laid on my heart. Speak. So thank you, Virginia Kerr, for your courage because your timing in all this, God's timing in all this is all put together for his glory. So thank you for that. All right. Mark said in whenever he gave this charge to the, the graduates, he said, when did we start believing that Jesus died to make us safe? Jesus died on the cross to make us dangerous. And the will of God is not an insurance plan, but it's a daring plan. Okay. So in the past, I've talked about reading one of his other books and we talk about chasing the Holy Spirit and how it's in the adventure of a lifetime. Stop playing it safe. And I just keep thinking about how no matter what happens in our life, we're going to have all these different trials, tribulations, struggles. I haven't been in hot pursuit of the Holy Spirit and God's purpose for my life. And yet I still have all of the, the issues that come up that happens in life. Let me ask you a question. How much struggle have you gone through this last week, this last month, this last year, just in that short period of time? How much have you butted your head up against a wall? How much um, obstruction have you come up against in your life? How much financial um, struggle have you come up against? Have you had any obstacles in your way? <laughs> I hope you know where I'm going with this. Because if you're in the will of God or if you're out of the will of God, you're still going to have the struggle. That's what I've learned. That's pretty elementary, right? <laughs> and I just, I just kind of look up at God and I think to myself when I'm, I'm talking to the Holy Spirit, when I'm praying, I'm thinking, is it okay if I roll my eyes at you? Are you going to slap me in my face like my mama used to do when I rolled my eyes at her? Like, okay, God, I'm listening. And in this book, All In, he talks about the things that we have to sacrifice and lay on the altar so that we can sacrifice them so that God can raise them up again in a glorified way. That's what has been really grabbing a hold of me that I want you to think about right now. What is your dream what is the thing that keeps you awake at night? Whether it's a positive thing as a dream or whether it's your greatest struggle or fear. 
What is the thing that you're holding on to that's holding you back that you've got to lay on the altar and sacrifice it? What is your Isaac? Whenever Abraham had to take Isaac up on the mountain and knowing that he was on his way up the mountain to take his son Isaac, whom he had prayed for, he and his wife. You know, Sarah was barren and she was 90 years old buying maternity clothes, if you will. And he hadn't fathered a child. They had prayed for this. And then when God gave them their son, Isaac, their greatest dream, (laughs) and then God told him to go up on the mountain and offer him as a sacrifice. He didn't know God had already made a way for him. And I think that we get locked up inside of us thinking about ourselves and how it's going to affect us when we don't trust God to know that there's already a way. He's already made us a way. He goes before us. He says that. But Abraham trusted God, and he went to sacrifice Isaac, and God made a way for him with the the ram that was in the in the bushes to sacrifice instead. The point is, what are we going to lay on the altar for God to take the most important thing away from us or the thing that we're holding on to the most to give it to God to give it to God a hundred percent so that God can raise it up again in a glorified way does that make sense what I'm saying I had to lay fear and my ego on the altar I had to lay that on the altar. It was actually this uh, last week. I I get up early and I spend that time in prayer and reading my Bible. And I was just praying, laying on the, I was on the couch right there in a quiet place. And it, he's told me I had to, I had to give away. I had to give him my fear. And everyone may not be like me where fear is concerned, the fear of failure, the fear of success, the fear of looking stupid and dumb. All of my life, my greatest fear has been that I am inept, that I don't know what I'm talking about. And it's crazy. I can't explain it. It's completely irrational. It's the way that the the great deceiver plays that tune, that reel, that movie reel in movie reel in my head that I am not smart enough, I can't do the things that I'm called to do. He's the great deceiver, and he's very good at his job. So, pride and myself have had to die. I'm not saying that it's still not there, but I have to do it anyway. And if I don't step into what he's called me to do, if you don't step into what he's called you to do, then he cannot use you. I have to die to myself. The idea of being vulnerable, the idea of being seen, the idea of being embarrassed, the idea of being criticized, questioned and probably ridiculed and more than likely I'm going to be hurt. I know that 
you love to have your feelings hurt. <laughs> and you love to be misunderstood. Those are things that I, I do all at all costs. I try to avoid those things. So pride and self have to die for selflessness and servanthood to be raised up. And the fear of failing has to be has to be put on the altar. Also, one of the things that I read is he said, stop making complaints and become part of the solution. Stop repeating the past and start creating the future. Stop playing safe and start taking risks. Enjoy the journey. Find every excuse you can to celebrate everything you can. This is the thing that resonates in my mind. Live today like it's the first day and the last day of your life. And don't let what's wrong with you keep you from worshiping what's right with God. Y'all, let me just get a sip of coffee here. Y'all better get a sip of y'all's coffee. Oh my word. Oh my word. Don't let what's wrong with you keep you from worshiping what's right with God. When we do things that God has called us to do, we are worshiping him. We're giving him ourself. And here's the thing that I want you to really grab hold of and put this in your heart. Now, let's be 100% honest here. All of our struggles that we've gone through Probably we could say 99% of them are self-inflicted because every single thing we do has a consequence, whether it is good or bad. We have a result of, a, of an action that we've taken or the result of an action we have not taken because let's face it, not making a decision to do something is a decision. Me not moving forward has caused me to lose so many appointments that I'm sure I would have had. And let me tell you, God has created inside of me a burning desire, a fire so big right now that I could no longer ignore it. The the ability to be able to help mamas that are just one day behind me, one step behind me, whether it's with overwhelm in your home, overwhelm in your business, overwhelm in your finances, overwhelm in your spirit or your emotions. I just know that God has built inside of me this overwhelming desire to be able to turn around and grab a hand and arm of a sweet, precious sister and grab her and say, hold on, do not go into that dark night because y'all, we can get there. We can, we can let ourselves be so consumed and overwhelmed that we can't even see ourselves anymore and who God created us to be. Precious mama, I want you to see who you are in Christ and how you are so special and so needed. And the one thing that you're going through right now and your breakthrough, if you just surrender and allow God to work in your life and in your heart, he can make all things new. He can redeem the time and he can make it. He can, you can, you can lay it on the altar and let it die to us and God can raise us up again for his glory.
And if we do things for the honor and glory of God and the purpose that he has called us to, all of a sudden we don't have to worry anymore about whether it's going to be right or wrong. I don't have to worry about the next step because let's just talk about, we can talk about faith all we want to, but if we don't actually implement it, faith is taking the step before we know what's on the other side. Is it the Impala in Africa that can jump like 20 feet? It's just a ridiculous amount to jump. Um, I'll have to look my facts up. This just came to my mind, but they are in the zoo. They're contained by like a three-foot wall. And you would imagine that you could not enclose an impala with a three-foot wall. But the fact about it is, is an impala will not jump where it cannot see where it's going to land. But it has all the ability and all the potential in the world to go wherever it wants to go. But yet it can be contained by a three-foot wall. Don't let your life become contained by a three-foot wall because you can't see what's on the other side. Let me tell you, I have a free three-day workshop starting on the 20th of January. I will link to it in my bio. You can also link to it on my Instagram page. Also, I have a link to it on my Facebook uh, group but it will be housed in the CEO Mamas Facebook group is a three-day workshop. Whether you are trying to overcome your overwhelm in your home, you are looking for ways to help you in your business, or if you are looking for finding your purpose, your one thing that you can do that is outside of making money. Let me tell you, whenever I got clear and I got some clarity on what my purpose is, it no longer matters to me how that translates into a monetary way as long as I'm walking in in the truth that God has given me and my purpose. So connect with me there. I'll link to that in the bio and also in the show notes. I want you to be able to see your 2020 as the year of change. It only takes one step and one decision. You can actually... Um, you don't need 100 ways to do something. You only need to change one thing. That's all it takes. One change, one risk, one idea. You have to be committed 100% to one change. It will take an all-out effort. And mama, it'll probably be the, the hardest thing that you've ever done. But let me tell you, that one change has the potential to make 100% difference in your life. That was one of the main takeaways out of Mark Batterson's book, um, All In. I implore you to go get that. I'll also link that in the show notes. So I hope you have the best week and I will see you again on the next episode. Go All In and the motto for this entire year is go, set, ready. We have to go before we're ready, before we have all of the things that we need, before we're set, we have to go and then we can be ready and then we can get set. <laughs> let God, let God work in you. Hey, real quick before you go, I've created a brand new Facebook community for moms just like you. You can search CEO Mamas or 
You can find the link in the show notes. This is a community that I've created where you can find support and free resources 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So now I can love on you in between episodes. I can't wait to see you over there.